0: Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm your host, Fabio Molli, and every week I bring you insights and lessons from players, coaches, parents, and experts who are ingrained in the world of high-level tennis. Today, I speak to Pera Arriba, a former ATP number 65, who recently helped Coco Golf win our first slam at the US Open as head coach on Team Coco. We chat about his career, his decision to retire after a road accident, transition to coaching, working with Coco Goff and Brad Gilbert, as well as what he's learned from them, and also his advice for junior players today. Pera is honestly the happiest guest we've ever had on the podcast. His smile was contagious. Before we get started, a shout out to our podcast partners, ASICS. If you're looking for a great Christmas gift, I'd even be happy with a pair. Check out the ASICS range of shoes at ASICS.com. My personal favorites are the Solution Speed FF2s, but there's also the Resolution 9s, great if you're a coach, or the Court FF3 Novaks if you aspire to cover the court like Novak. Okay, here's Pera. Hi, Pera. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. How are you?
1: All good, Fabio. You? Thank you very much. We've been setting this
0: up a while. It probably would have been quicker for me to fly to Spain today with, uh, with technology issues today. But uh, we're all sorted. We're all going. So let's kick things off. Uh, you've had a busy year. And you've had a great career and I can't wait to find out more about it. But first thing I know, you grew up in Spain, so many great players in Spain. Rafa was a couple of years older than you. I want to ask you, first of all, what do you remember as Rafa as a young kid? Did you play him in juniors?
1: Well, uh, no, I didn't play with Rafa, but but yes, I, I remember because he's like two years older than me. And was in the situation that in the in the categories you know under twelve under fourteen, I remember like one special travel for me because uh, I won like the under twelve in Spain and and he won under fourteen uh, in that moment and then I remember that we traveled together to international tournament in in San City in in South Africa. And it was a really, really good experience for me, you know, because at least, you know, to travel with, with Rafa. And Rafa was unbelievable with 14 years old, you know, and for me was uh, unbelievable experience.
0: And did you know back then he was going to be a superstar? It's
1: it's funny because, you know, he was uh, 14 years old and, and then, uh, you know, he won the tournament and and then when some people they were asking to him that listen are you going to start to 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 play the the satellites Be- because before not was futures was it in that moment that you have to spend like 3 weeks there playing the tournaments and then you play the master it was a different uh, different roles. And then he was saying, "Well, uh, you know, I'm young, I'm doing step by step. he was so humble, I remember, and then at the moment that he jumps to the these tournaments he he destroyed, uh, he passed so fast
0: and did you did, did you said you never played him as a junior so
1: no i I never play again against, against okay. him you know in in any competition, never no, I practice a lot of times, but now in competition, I never." I, I lost before. I lost before and uh I'm not winning too many matches.
0: <laughs> Be nice to yourself. Uh, so you had a good career. You were, what were you, about 65?
1: Uh, yes, yes. I, w- I was 65 in, in ATP, yeah.
0: You, so you, you, are you happy with your career? I did read on your bio on the ATP Tour that the next step was top 25. So uh, as you finish your career, you, you retired quite young. Uh, are you, did you leave tennis happy with how you did?
1: Uh, To be be honest (laughs) to be honest no to be honest no I finished my tennis career like a player and no I finished uh, not happy because I I, I felt that you know that I can do it better but it is what it is Um, uh, I leave everything that I had and um, I'm happy because at least many, many years, you know, like I fight with the injuries and not and was easy for me. And then from zero to coming back to top 80, top 100, you know, many years and I, fight it, I fought a lot. But yeah, I have the feeling that, that I can do it better. And always I will have that feeling when someone asking me about the, in the, in the tennis career, like, like a player.
0: So why did you retire?
1: Well, I retired because it was one situation that I was coming back from long injury and, and then I started to play well again, winning good matches, but then I had a crash accident and in that crash accident was tough for me because later I tried to come back, but then you know, uh, not was working. I had to some issues that I have to do another surgery in that moment. I did many surgeries and you know uh, I cannot because I don't have the energy. I was 30 years old, you know, to coming back from zero again. I did a lot of times and, and yeah, uh, I, I felt that was the moment, not, not the, the, the way that I won, but was the, the moment.
0: And was the plan always afterwards to go coaching or you weren't sure what to do? Hmm.
1: Well, the, the thing was that, you know, when I had this accident and the beginning was tough for me, because it's not like the tennis is, leaving to you, you know, that you are not taking good results. And, you know, uh, at least I was coming back, I was playing good, you know, like, and it was uh, from one day to another day. I, I, I cannot compete. Uh, my life changed and and was difficult in the beginning. I remember the first year that I did like a coach and not was easy for me because I was traveling when I recovered because in the first month was really tough. And, uh, physical part and also in the mental side. And uh, when I started to to travel like a coach, I was watching all the all my friends in the ATP tour, you know, I was there and, you know, like in another, watching the situation in another point of view. And for me it was tough because one side of me wants to come back. But another one knows that I cannot do it. And, and yeah, the first year for me was the, that period that, you know, like uh, my head in one side wants to be, OK, uh, like a coach and the other side wants to continue playing tennis. And I decided finally to be a coach because it's the, the feeling is the, the closest ones, like, you know, all these feelings that that produce to be a, a tennis player.
0: It's probably worse when you're in the box because you actually don't have control over it you you're in the moment and like it's the player
1: you're right sometimes uh, you're suffering much more when you are a, a coach than when you when you are a player you know when you're a player like you say you know you take the the decisions you you can control yourself uh, it's a good way as a bad way but always you you have the control and sometimes when when you are a coach and you can see things so clearly from outside because, you know, when you are inside the court, the hooray rate, the nerve, it's many things, you know, that when from outside always is much, you know, it's so easy to talk. Later when you're yeah. inside, it's more complicated. But yeah, it's a different way.
0: You're an expert when you're outside the court. You know, you'll be on TV watching, you're like, why don't they do this? And it it's so tough for the players when yeah. they're in the moment and... How did your coaching journey begin
1: well the, the the situation was like that, you know like um when I recovered from all the process, you know like after the the accident, then you know finally some some players calling to you and then you know you really feel the energy is is back again, and you know I have a lot of energy and and yeah, I started to coaching i I feel that you know it's like the feeling was really nice also i can I can continue you know. Just uh, helping, playing a bit, not too much, because at least uh, for do some warm-ups or you know, like I, I, I love it. Uh, the, the truth is that the, the tennis is my passion, and and yeah, I I started to do it like this since since the beginning.
0: And you start working. I I can't pronounce her name right. Then Queen Wen. The, the,
1: the truth is that I I started like you know like uh, with uh, Barbara Lepchenko. That female player that that we did a great job, and she's an unbelievable person and also a really good player. And yeah, later I I coached Kim Wen Zeng, and, and then was uh, two years, and and yeah, after Kim Wen was a uh, uh, Coco until until now.
0: And with, with Queen Wen, then you went from one seventy to twenty five, which is. You know, it's it's a big move in a short amount of time, and so obviously you were doing you were doing the right things. You've had a good start to your to your career, and what was the secret in getting her up from one seventy to twenty five? Because for so many players, that's the dream, isn't it?
1: Well, it was was so nice. It was so nice. You know the beginnings. You know she. I, I know her when she was really young, seventeen years to close to eighteen, and. And yeah, we started from 25k's, and I remember in in Funchal in Madeira, in 125. I remember in that moment that was, uh, you know, problems with the pandemic, you know, and it's one one history like, you know, so funny because in that moment, you know, it was complicated, you know, everyone was struggling with many things and we arrived to the tournament and and then w- w- we got only one can of balls for one week just for the warm-up for the you know the conditions were, were really tough and you know start from there and after good run you know great run that uh, from 25ks to grand slams uh, this year we stopped it in, in in french open that she was 17 in the race 19 in the rankings was was really good. Was really good, uh, you know, uh, experience.
0: So, what were the key moments from getting to like a top two hundred player to a top twenty-five with her?
1: Well, it was many things, you know, uh, and finally, it's coming from uh, juniors. You know, a player that uh, is uh, growing. You know that that um, at least is like um so important to to that the player believe you know in the in the work that you are doing day by day, you know, like and of course was many things, but the most important that was that, that Kimwen has a has a, a great um, work ethic, you know, and and then was a, was a pleasure, you know, to to work with her, with one player like like every day is like with a committed to to work hard and you know like to 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 keep growing and was was really really nice
0: nice nice and so, m- moving on from that, when did the whole Coco thing come about? How, how did they get in contact with you?
1: No, it was a uh, when when I stopped with with Kimwen. Then it's like uh, I remember that I was in my plan to 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 take uh, some days, you know, with the friends. Uh, <laughs> and then yes, when when Coco uh, called me, then you know, at least was a, a amazing challenge. You know, the truth that that Coco, you know, uh, has the potential, unbelievable, you know, still still has many things that she's so young, she can improve still a lot, you know, and so young and, and yeah, yeah, me, I'm a, I'm a person, I'm a coach that if someone in a project is like motivate me, uh, then I, I, I jump, you know, uh, the moment that I talk with her, she has really clear the things and, and yeah, after it was after three weeks, I stopped it and then you know, I started to work with her the the third week of of June, and and then yes, was um, was really nice. Was really nice.
0: And why did they contact you? What did they see in you that says uh, Pera is right for our team?
1: Well, this Fabio, I, I don't know. You know, this is like a of...
0: <laughs> what do you think? What do, what <laughs> what do you think it is like? Why, if you think about it, like why do you think?
1: well uh, at least I think so that, that that like a coach is like a player you know like eh, and finally everyone in you are doing the the work day by day in all the tournaments you are traveling you the people is watching to you you know and and then of course with the uh, with King also was um, uh, a great uh, a great um, improvement you know like uh, uh, they saw me for sure, uh, you know, that, that uh, work in the tournaments and at least uh, they, they believe that was the, the right moment. And I I suppose, you know, I, I, I'm I just talking, you know, to you. It's a question that maybe she uh, can do better.
0: <laughs> it, it's good to get your side as well, because, you know, it, it's good. You know, your good qualities as well.
1: No, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just uh, thinking like this, you know, that, that finally, if you work good, if you work, you know, with passion, and you you are committed with your work. At least you, the people is watching that, and and then you create this this faith. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, and the tour is a small world as well. So good news and bad news travels quickly. So yeah, obviously there was good reports from your previous work, and that's what happened. So so you, Brad was part of the team as well, Brad Gilbert. And how what's it like working when there's two coaches. How, how do you split up the roles?
1: No, the thing is like uh, with Brad, you know, uh, both of us, we we play a professional, you know, and, and at least was different eras. But uh, we respect a lot each other, you know, always sharing the, the points of view. And, you know, and finally that that we work it on the um, a lot of years with like a players, you know, le- then later is more more easy to to understand each other. And, you know, the, the main goal that was the the important one that always is the the player, you know, to put the, the ideas in the in the in the box and then try to 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 make that uh, that is working. You know, uh, finally, I always say the most important thing is, the, um, you know, is the player and then that play it before, like a players have to us to, to, to respect each other and understand each other better.
0: And how did your role compare to his, were they similar roles or were you looking after more specific things?
1: No, at, at least, you know, when, when, when I entry the, the that of Coco, you know, that, that, is the leader, you know, of the team. And then, you know, he, he said to, to me, I was like a, like a head coach. I was the the coach, Brad was the the consultant, you know, and, and, and was really positive, you know, because he, he, he gave us a really good, really good advices. He has a lot of experience and, you know, he was with, with players like Rodic and, and Agassi and always is, is nice to have someone uh, in your side, in your team, and then you you can learn a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I can't remember where I listened to but they said when Brad had a similar run with Ag, with Roddick, was it uh, when he won the U.S. Open? The same sort of summer Coco was happening, it uh, was having, and I was like, this could be good. I didn't, I didn't know too much about the team, what was going on there, but uh, yeah, then it happened, which which was ultimately amazing. Like, what what was it like to be part of that great achievement?
1: No, of course, it's like hey, at the moment that, you know, we start to work and then you can see that, that she, she starts to improve and then, you know, the confidence and the way that how she's playing. And then she, she is going to Washington is playing good. is winning Washington quarters in, in Montreal, then champion in Cincinnati. And at the moment that, that she, that she did the champion in Cincinnati and not was about the result because, you know, in Montreal, she, she lost in quarters, uh, but was the, the way, you know, the, the way that how she was playing. Then, of course, you, you arrive to the US Open with, the, you know, with the wish, you know, like with the, that you arrive there and you believe that, that you know, that, that can happen.
0: Did you think this could happen?
1: I promise that yes, yes, I visualized that, but uh, I am not visualized that uh, this in U.S. Open. I was, I remember that uh, I was talking with, with Corey uh, and dad and then we have uh, many talks. But in, in, in Wimbledon, you know, when when she lost in in first round was tough moment, and then I, um, the Corey and me were, we were talking, and then you know, in the team everyone have a lot of faith, and then when when she starts to work and Coco working, you know, like is so smart, is a really good player. Is like, you know, I can say only really good things from, from her. And yeah, the atmosphere there was really positive. It's like, it's so important.
0: And tell me, what's one thing from your experience working as part of Team Coco, what's one thing you learned from Coco that you bring with you moving forward?
1: Well, I, I learn a lot of things, you know, it's like uh, many times the people is saying, Oh, this coach is teaching a lot. And, and then sometimes the coaches got, so we can learn a lot from the players. And then, you know, Coco is really professional, uh, you know, like the discipline that she has, you know, uh, have many, many good things that is the reason that why she's, um, uh, a top player and she become uh, a big legend in my opinion.
0: And what about Brad Gilbert what did you learn from working with a legendary coach?
1: Well, uh, with Brad with Brad is like a, like I told you he has a a lot of experience you know and then you know uh, coaching big big uh, players and and I learned that from Brad that you know doesn't affect emotions you know that always he's calm and and then he's taking, you know, the decision. Doesn't matter what is going on, that that he's calm, and you know, these things is, are really important at the moment. That when when you have to take a a decision.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. And did you ever read his book, Win and Ugly?
1: Yeah, at the moment yeah. that uh, yeah that he he joins, the the first thing that I did was um, to read his his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant yeah at the moment that uh, that you know we start to work together, I just read you know uh, at least you know i like to to do it and and yeah it's it's interesting it's an interesting book
0: that book must be thirty years old at least i I reckon
1: yeah, but this is like the the good books is like the wine. Uh, yeah, yeah. When it's always okay. better.
0: <laughs> yeah, if any of our listeners haven't read "Win and Ugly" with Brad Gilbert, it's definitely worth to read, and uh, yeah, so recommended reading there.
1: Always, you can take uh, a lot of positive things of the of of his book.
0: And looking back at uh, Coco's team during that run this summer, where you know had you Brad, fitness trainer, hitting partner, the dad is there. Maybe emphasize the importance of having a team around you.
1: Of course, the, the team is really important. You know, for me, is the key, you know, that always that in the same direction, you know, that like I told you, an important thing is like many times, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the egos and this is, is so important that the atmosphere is really, is really positive because at least the important one is the player. And I believe that, that, you know, uh, we did amazing, you know, everyone was like a, like a family there and you know, um, all of us, we are, you know, the behavior, the, the atmosphere, the, the, you, 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 f- you feel from the beginning of the day that, that. Every one of us, we are really positive, you know, always with um, good character, you know, like good, good vibes, and this for me was the was the key also that that the this feeling, you know, that everyone was feeling good with the other one, always helping, and and then Coco was feeling happy, you know, enjoying a lot on court and and playing a, amazing tennis.
0: You're probably the the happiest guest we ever had on the show here. We've had about 220 episodes. I think you're the happiest guest ever, which I can imagine you and a team like that. You know, everybody, good atmosphere, high energy, and with your enthusiasm, it really helps. So uh, that's really interesting to hear. And looking back at your career, what sort of team did you travel with?
1: I I was uh, with my my tennis coach, uh, some weeks with the fitness coach and then you know i not was in in that point you know because at least when you w- depends of the ranking that you have depends of the the people that is supporting to you then you have you know you have to be like okay i arrive until here let's see if i can improve and i can add more people but of course, in the past, if I can join a physio also to travel with me and, you know, sometimes I don't travel with a fitness coach and I travel with physio. Or sometimes I was sharing the physio with another player, but always I travel with my coach and I, I try to do as best I, I can do it, you know, from my finances at that at that moment.
0: If you've, if you've one choice tomorrow, you're on the tour, you're a young player, let's say you're 22, You're ranked 125, 150 in the world, and you have a choice. I can bring a physio or I can bring a physical trainer. You're going on a three-week block. Who do you bring?
1: Listen, this is so personal, you know, and and at least I believe that both of of them are really important. I'm not going to put anyone more important than the other one because I believe that you know, in, in, when you work in team, you can see, you know, and especially these years that I have the, the, the privilege also to, to work with unbelievable players, you know, like, like you can see all the work that they are doing, like the fitness coach, the physio and people believe me, it's like, they are helping a lot and without them, it's like, you know, it cannot be possible. There's like, it's a difficult question, you know, it's some, yeah. Players maybe they say uh, physio, some players say fitness coach. is like complicated to 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 tell to you someone.
0: So it's personal and it's personal. and The reason I ask is it's budget dependent as well. At those lower rankings, maybe the budget isn't there to bring both of them. So you got to pick, you know, if you're lucky enough to even have one of them, you're doing well.
1: Yes, the, the, the thing is like depends on the player. It's, it's different that, for example, one player that, um my, my opinion, my humble opinion is like if you have an, a player that for the moment is out of shape and then is like no no injuries or something, maybe you decide these two weeks or three weeks to do, you know, if you're in the pre-season with a fitness coach, but then during the season, if you know he can follow or she can follow a plan in the fitness side then you bring the physio, you know, maybe you can, it's not like, okay, I'm going to take only one. No, you can, you know, choose in the, in the right moment. Okay. Now it's better that the physio is coming and now it's more and more smart that the fitness, you know, you can, yeah, that of course the best solution if you can do it is to to travel with both but this like in the beginning especially in the beginning that is really tough you know the conditions are tough you know tournaments um are, are really really low and you know you cannot cover expenses then then it's complicated to do that
0: yeah we did we did have who do we have we had Eric Fernandez uh, Eric Hernandez and uh, mevedev's trainer and Sebastian Duran who was Dimitros trainer last year or the year before and they were talking about Sebastian was saying how when he, you know, when it gets to the slams, once it gets first round, he's not, he says he wasn't needed anymore. He can go back to his family because he says the, f- the physio can do the warm up drills. He said, if the work wasn't done on the first day of the slam, then the work was not done. So that's the way they operate. And Eric Hernandez was the same like that. I think he spent, he travels a bit more than Sebastian, but it was just interesting hearing them say that.
1: Now, it's an interesting question, you know, like, uh, but at least you know, it, it depends on where you are, you know, depends on the moment. And if, of course, when you are in the top, then these things is more easy because you have more resources and yeah. you can you can decide and and you can choose better
0: and your age as well. If you're 36, 37, you need the physio there, of
1: course, uh, of course. And yeah. uh, as older you are, as, as you need more,
0: yeah, and so you ended your relationship with team go with sorry, not team sorry uh, you ended your relationship with team coco and we just was did you see that as a project finished or you had other stuff to do or w- why did that happen
1: no the situation was like everything is was perfect you know the, the situation was that i had some issues you know in in my family and and then you know in that in that moment my family need me you know I have to come back uh, and then you know uh, it was uh, personal things and I, f- I felt that I have to be here you know and yeah for me it was a difficult you know situation tough decision both of us we, we tried we tried to to find a solution but you know when, when this uh, these things happen, you cannot control and then was uh, you know uh, but everything was perfect you know I I enjoy it a lot, you know. Uh, good results, but good improvement, and you know, I only can take positive things and and good and good things, uh, not,
0: And tell me, so today you're obviously you're based back home. What's what's the plan? What's the day job?
1: No, I mean I'm here. I mean you know I'm living in the states. Of course, when this happened, I'm just coming back just for fix the the things with uh with my family and and you know right now i'm i'm quiet you know like uh, enjoying a bit the the life and yeah let's see what is going on
0: and oh, okay interest so you will be back on tour one day is that what you're saying
1: yes yes i i'm going to be back you know like uh, at least i'm happy because uh, you know now uh, i can fix um, the things uh, you know i spend time with uh, with my family, and then I fixed it, and then you know, you never know, and and let's see what what is next. You know, no rush, and with calm. You know, the the things. So are... the
0: phones open. The phones open. We're waiting on a call.
1: Yeah. Me, me, me I, I love I love tennis. You know, uh, I have the passion, and and yeah, uh, I cannot see me doing another thing that is not tennis. You know.
0: And how you t- you talked about the first year after your retirement? It was tough being out there seeing players your age and older, competing still. But today you say you still love playing tennis. But like right now, how do you burn the competitive energy? It's still inside you. You still yes. have to, you know, get those highs.
1: Yes, yes, of course. You know, like I hate to, to lose and, 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 you know, sometimes I'm like, uh, like I'm playing, you know, I'm in, in the middle of the match and it's still, you know, like uh, any drop shot and then my legs' my reaction is like, uh. I have to ra- no but the jokes outside is like yes i i'm just enjoying a lot you know like coaching right now now i don't have you know like the first year that i have you know my head sometimes uh, that i want to be uh, i want to continue playing tennis you know i, I did this as, you know i just closed the book in that in that page and And yes, I'm trying to to improve, you know, to listen, you know, the good coaches, to improve every day, you know, like to become as 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 better coach as possible. And and yeah, we we are we are trying to to do as best we can.
0: So no comeback.
1: No, 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 no. Impossible. Uh, Zero chances. I'm too old.
0: In the future, would you ever play like the ITF vets, like thirty-five world championships? We had Federico Gale, who you know i think he won the 35 world championships and that's how he gets a bit of his fix he loves it would would you be any interested in that
1: you, you cannot say never but no, no, no i'm i'm more motivated you know like like in the career like a coaching that than to do that but you know you never know you never know but i don't want to close the door you cannot talk too much because if you talk always happen you know and yeah but yeah. i am really focused in in coaching you know is you know i'm enjoying a lot I have a passion there. And until I have the passion for coach, I'm going to do. If someday I don't have the passion, then I'm going gonna, gonna to retire.
0: So we have a lot of parent listeners, junior listeners, and even coaches. But we always ask our guests, especially those who've been at the high level, now you've coached at the high level and you were a top junior. What advice do you have for junior tennis players who want to become professional, like 12, 13, 14-year-old players Looking back at your career and what you've learned.
1: Well, I, I'm not a guy that I like to, to, to give, you know, advices. <laughs> but well, you ask me and yeah, for juniors, they say that, that, you know, that work hard, that dream dream big. You know, I think so that when you're a junior and then you are dedicating, you know, and you are fighting every day, going to the court, uh, you know, that dream, dream big, in my opinion, that they have to do it.
0: And uh, final question. Looking back at your career, w- what's the one match, let's say you have grandchildren, what's the one match you tell them about?
1: Mm, good question. Eh? Mm, I'm going to say, look, I'm going to say the match that I, not was one match only because that week was, but the week of under 16 when Spain, with my partners uh, Roberto Bautista and Garrapid was like two two good friends. Uh, we won the, the championship, uh, the Davis cup junior in, in Barcelona, because in that moment I had 16 years old and of course you have dreams, but in that moment I really believe, and it was the moment that I, that I dream higher, you know, like uh, that moment when finished the week, I finished it. And I remember that I was telling myself I'm ready for, for this wall, you know? And yeah, I think that that week for me was the, the special one and really important.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, Pera, thank you very much. Interesting talk to you. And uh, yeah, wish you all the best in your, well, great job, but also in the best moving forward in your coaching career.
1: Fabio, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to share, you, you know, with you everything and so happy to be here. Okay. Uh, thank you very much.
0: Hope you enjoyed that episode. I'll be back next week with more. Goodbye.